listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Sorry, I couldn't hear myself for a second. That's always scary. You all right now? I think so. I can hear a voice. Shouldn't be telling me to do that, should it? <laughs> anyway, is this, this the is the moment when he just loses it. Mm. This, it's going to happen on air, I hope. If, I, if it does happen, I'd rather it happens on air. <laughs> I said to the director once, I was, me and David Badil were interviewing um, Prince Nazim, mm-hmm. and he had a reputation for losing his temper. And he's, you know, he's a professional boxer. I said, look, if he attacks me, keep filming. Whatever happens. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time you've tried that old trick. Now, anyway. <laughs> This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio um, with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15. That's 812.15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio Webby. I've got my shoulders out today, Frank. I've always been a fan of uh, the female shoulder. Mm-hmm. Much, um, much Good news o- for all of us. Much underrated um, aspect of the anatomy. Yes, yeah. I thought. I think we have discussed um, Maria Sharapova's shoulder. This is before she was disgraced, of course. Mm-hmm. I didn't realise <laughs> Is she officially that. disgraced now? Yeah, I think yeah. she is, yeah. isn't she? Sure. I think we discovered that they were enhanced in some ways, her mm-hmm. shoulders, by yeah. um, <laughs> some sort of chemical thing. Yeah. Um, but I was talking about the fact that she could have maybe three or four parrots on the one. Oh, to, yeah. yeah. To, it'd be like a studio flat to a parrot. <laughs> Room yeah. to walk about. Well, that's, you see, the thing I love about the shoulder... Come and stay on my shoulder. There's loads of room. You can stay with us for a bit. <laughs> no, no, just, you saw it. There's no one around. There's no humans around. You can just talk normal. Oh, sorry, I didn't realise. That's really kind of you. Thanks. <laughs> the thing I like about the shoulder is it's playful, a little bit mischievous, but it's saying, no, I'm not coming back on the first night. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. I don't know if that's true of um, Jane Russell in <laughs> The Outlaw. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, when she's... Or sorry. indeed many of the other women you've I encountered think, and, over and the and years. Also, and also, you can put a hand on a woman's shoulder, I think, without too much controversy, unless you don't let the thumb rest oh. on, on the... You know where the, that, that bone that in comes across? In the crook of the clavicle? Is that the crook of the... Don't in the, in the crook of the, the crook of the clavicle. I thought that was a, a book novel. I read at school. <laughs> a novel, my Beryl Bainbury. <laughs> that, in oh, the crook of the clavicle. When they touch the clavicle, I feel ill. Wait, who's they? Well, anyone you might encounter. Oh, gentlman. Eamon Holmes. Callers. Actually, I like Eamon Holmes. I won't have that said of him, but you know what I mean. Sports masseuses. And now it's time for a book at bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, Paul Jewell reads In the Crook of the Clavicle. <laughs> Paul Jewell? Very good. <laughs> We've had oh. some lovely correspondence from the outside world. Did you do all the business or did I, we interrupt you? Oh, no, I've done the business. Okay. We've had someone, Kate O'Neill, has texted in a now, photograph... Hold on. Kate O'Neill. Is that Kato, as in <laughs> the, the assistant of the Green Horny, and the surname <laughs> is Neil? Or no, Kate, Kate, the woman, O'Neill. Yes, break O, apostrophe Neil. Kate O'Neill's a really good name. If I, if I became a woman, I might... That might be the name I took on. Okay, I'll it's bear that in mind. It's got a coolness about it. Good for the tabloids to have a story in the first link, in it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, but the up. initials are con, so they should be oh. careful. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. He's got all the bases covered. Go Kate on. O'Neill has tweeted us a lovely photograph of a T-shirt that's been made, saying, please will you show Frank my sister's T-shirt? She calls it Tie shirt I'm assuming that's a oh, grummy yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Well, it's black country, really. Okay. We won't, we won't split hair. So she different. refers to it as Dudley. Um, and the T-shirt says, Yeah, I ain't no taunting homo sheriff yourself. 
Very good I pronunciation. Think, mm-hmm. Oh, is that all right? I think it's the best T-shirt I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Well, that's, that's common to, from someone in the fashion industry. It's quite a thing. Yeah. We should say, if, new, new, if there's any new readers out there, this comes from a, 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 a man that was... Uh, he worked with my mate, and he decided he wouldn't swear anymore, so he came up with some <laughs> new words, one of which was taunting. Uh, and and fratting. There was a famous thing when he said he was with him in the car and somebody blasted the horn and he said, it was a fratting, Pappin! And we're bringing fratting back. But but one man, yes, one man at his works, um, and this is what the T-shirt refers to, um, was calling about some calling him ugly, I think, or someone else ugly. Mm. And he said, well, you ain't no taunting homo <laughs> sheriff yourself. <laughs> And now there's a T-shirt. Yes, some Which, thirty years say, later. I should say it's a reference to Omar Sharif, in case you think it was uh, some strange reference to that cowboy T-shirt that Sid Vicious occasionally wore. Mm-hmm. The centennials are going to be very confused by all these references. Yes, well, I'm explaining them as we I go. Know you and are. That's it. I come with footnotes. At okay. the risk of further confusing any uh, new people to the show, um, we've also had an email just entitled "Flying Ants." And when I opened it, all it says is, it started. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing else. There's there's no from, there's no enjoy the show, nothing. I should say we've much discussed the flying ants um, phenomenon, that one day when... Uh, it was last week, Frank, because I had loads of our readers mm. getting in touch via Twitter. Yeah, well, that, that it corroborates co- it. It started. Mm. It, it, I think it coincided with the hottest day of the uh, of the year. They don't. They're no fools. Mm. Although you say that, is that the day you want to be wearing the extra wings? <laughs> hottest day. Well, of also, you know <laughs> why I'd they have, all I'd come out? It. Because the Queen wants to mate. I don't pick the hottest day of the year for that. How do they know what the Queen's up to? What about if someone's <laughs> just tuned in and the first thing they hear is the Queen's got to make? <laughs> I mean, that's going to disturb everyone. You know what happened to David Baddiel's show? That kind of talk. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, do you remember last week we were talking about shop signs? And the Back in five minutes and yeah. all that. And Al and I were lamenting <coughs> the fact that you, don't, you never get those little red arrows pointing towards the clock anymore. Oh, they were good, weren't they? I, um, oh, I had a thing, if there's anyone listening, I had, I had a clock appeared on my dashboard last night when I was driving. Mm. What, what do you mean appeared? You know when you get little symbols light up on your dashboard? Oh, I always think, get the coffee cup. And you think, what's that? What's mm. that for? A clock appeared. A clock? Yeah. A little tiny clock. Oh. Any ideas? Yeah. Have you pressed your cruise con- control button? Oh, I don't know if I got one. Oh, that, yes. That's what you've done, I think. Where's, where is yeah, that? Yeah, you've definitely got cruise control. Excuse me, I'm the motoring correspondent. Ask yeah, me. Hang on, I was first. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know the answer, but I get a coffee cup on my, come up on mine. Do you? What does that mean? Well, I run Mercedes and ask them. They said it means that you need to take a rest because you're driving erratically, but I have it on 24-7. Oh. 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 <laughs> Awkward. Mm. Yeah. Hashtag awk. <laughs> Pretty sure it's not the car that's the problem here. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> um, where do I think you find you out? To, can I just say I, I paid full price for mine, thank you very much. I think you need to, um, I think you need to look at your steering wheel and see if you can find a little button that has the same clock-like symbol. Oh, okay. We'll Press do it. it again and this it will is turn entertaining. it back Here we go. Oh, well, hang around. It. This is men talking. Here's, here's my response. <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
And, uh, and, and just in case people are thinking, well, that's, that's good to know that you can say that when men are talking, but what about if it's a negative response? Here it comes. No can do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, men. Yeah, I'm so strange. So, we've had... Hairy as well. Unnecessarily hairy. Mm. Yeah. Um, Is that about my beard, do you think? Look weird <laughs> with cross legs as well. Can't Ooh. cross your legs properly, you people. Oh, I was mean? once at it a just party. Look, you look odd with cross legs, put it that way. I was at a party at your friend Gary Lineker's house when he bet um, Will Carlin 50 oh. quid he couldn't, bet, he cr- couldn't cross his legs. And such was the expanse of his thigh muscles. Indeed, it was true he couldn't. Really? Do. Yeah. That's my excuse, too. That's exactly why I can't <laughs> yeah. cross my legs either. Anyway, um, we've heard from these lovely people. I think they might be uh, framers or gallery owners. Uh, very nice civilised people, and they've <laughs> got in touch with <laughs> reference to the back in five minutes, saying, here's my pithy door sign, hashtag back in five minutes, it's actually a hashtag now, and it says, back in ten minutes, it may be less depending on how long after the sign going up you arrived. That's a very good point. <laughs> Wonderful. I like that. But you see, what I like is if a shop says, like, back in five minutes, I always think, well, I might have got lucky here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they might have just gone, but even if they've gone, I can do five minutes. If they have, I might, I mean... But then I imagine, what if things happen to them on the way? Unforeseen yeah. circumstances. Well, that's it. They might be really popular in the village. Just I wish they wouldn't come in. <laughs> I wish they'd just have a sign that says, Back. Back. Oh, I'll be back. <laughs> back sometime. <laughs> the it's most... too vague. Or <laughs> just a photograph of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah? Yeah, leave you to work it out. I, um, the most common joke uh, in comics when I was a kid, like cartoon joke, mm. was, um, it'd be something like NASA, at the, the door at NASA, and a sign saying, uh, gone to launch. Oh, nice. That was, and there was a oh. cowboy one, uh, at Sheriff's Office, gone to lynch. Nice. They were oh. gone. Where are they now? That, that one's one, a little but... bit off colour. <laughs> well, yeah, well, they were simpler times. We didn't know. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, I see. I've been on holiday this last week. Oh, I had a staycation, as they call it. Oh, did, did you have a steak? Breg- it's all gone a bit Brexit, Britain. I didn't have a steak. I um, I went to. I was in the uh, the New Forest. Oh, I love it around there. Nice. Do you know why? It's it's Horse City. There aren't there's horses just they in. They roam. Ra- they do. They roam wild. They're, they're uh, horses do. Yeah, they're everywhere. Really? Well, I think they're are they ponies officially. Yeah, they're big they? ponies. I tell you that. Huh? They do some big ponies. <laughs> anyway. Um, there was, uh, we decided to have a so bit it's of it's you, a, Kath and Buzz. Yeah, so we decided to have an outing. So, um, we set off for the New Forest Reptile Centre. Oh, Do you know yeah. it? No. It's a lovely place to go on a heat wave. Lovely yeah. smells. Well, they're used to it, of course, yeah. the reptiles. <laughs> yeah. They mm-hmm. lap it up. Love it. So, um, we, 2.2 miles, it said on the sat-nav. Right. So I thought it was nice. And, uh... 90 minutes later. <laughs> no. I was still, I was still searching for it. <laughs> oh, dear. I tried absolutely everything you could think of, putting different things in. There was a place called Emery Down, which is nearby. I put that in, just, just, just in case there was a sign. Emery Down, of course, reminded me when I was in the army with Dick Emery. Oh, yeah. We went on that, uh, he got shot. Yeah. Uh, that was a terrible, somebody shouted. <laughs> terrible lie. 
Emery oh. down. Oh, you are awful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you said to him? Well, the thing, oh, his final I did word. say it, but I'll be honest with you, I didn't like him that much. <laughs> <laughs> you are awful, and consequently, I'm ca- I care very little for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I couldn't. I mean, I drove around and around and around looking for this place, and I had the st- I had the the, the, the postcode and. So, everything. what was it called? It was called the Henry. New Forest Reptile Centre. And it's not listed on the sat-nav. I'm starting to think maybe the chameleons are having too much influence <laughs> oh, yeah. on be that it. place. That'll be it. Unfindable. But it's so frustrating, because, you know, you get to that, I'm not going to give up on this, it exists. Mm. I've got, got adverts for it. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Did you find it ever? No. Really? <laughs> Though. No, I got, not I have 90 minutes, and in the end, like, Boz Why was didn't getting, you call it, why didn't you go back to the hotel? I was car sick, 2.2 <laughs> <laughs> miles. <laughs> you driven we about asked, 70. We asked, we yeah. asked people, you know, lo- local type people, uh-huh. you know, in smocks. None none of them, in a League of Gentlemen manner. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and they were saying, no, I don't, <laughs> no, I don't The hotel could have helped? How old was the leaflet that you were looking I at? I know, we, we went online as well. Ah. <clears throat> And it was talking about events that were happening there <laughs> in recent times. <laughs> I tell you what I was thinking, do you know what a trap street is? A trap street? I was thinking yeah. it could be the, the, um, the, oh. the landmark sort of equivalent. A trap street is, um, I only know this from Doctor Who, but I'll tell you, <laughs> as if I know it from general knowledge. Um, uh, people who do um, street maps are very wary of doing all the hard work and then having it copied by someone else who puts yes. them up. So they invent streets and stick them in there so that if the other person puts them in their thing, they can prove that they've copied it. That is good. Oh, that's yeah. clever little cartographers. Um, so I'm wondering if this, if this was a, 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 a trap reptile centre... Yeah. That had been invented to uh, sell people. All sounds in. a bit Pokemon Go now to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you catch some great beauties there. Anyone, look, if anyone, uh, anyone has ever been to the New Forest Reptile Centre and uh, can establish that it exists. It's gone very regional radio. I would, what up there? I would love Here's Tony Braxton. <laughs> I, think, I think the Reptile Centre needs to be monitored. <laughs> oh, needs to be monitored. Yeah, monitored. Yeah, yeah. yeah I understand. Oh, come on. I think I struggled with this last time. You did a monitor-based joke. He loves a monitor-based joke. <laughs> the only person in the world who does. You're suggesting I'm recycling. <laughs> Outrageous. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Nine four five. Jamie and David on the M three of texted. We went to the oh. reptile centre in the New Forest. Oh. Exclamation mark. <gasps> it was very hard to find. Two exclamation marks. But oh. we managed it. Exclamation oh. mark. There we go. That's that. Well felt. Delivered. Yeah. I, I and mean, we've had the rather more enigmatic. That could be a trap <laughs> text. The rather more enigmatic one two nine simply <laughs> says, "I have been to the reptile centre <laughs> <laughs> and lived." <laughs> Well, I, I I don't know what else I could have done. We ended well, up one six zero, like yourself, says hi, hi Frank. I'm with you on the search for the new forest reptile <laughs> centre. <laughs> I went I went looking for it, still never found it. So, oh, one six zero. You are not alone. Is what, I mean, what are they? Uh, do they, what are they want to? people to go there? What are they up to? What about a brown sign? Yes. 
Oh, yeah, brown sign. sign is so depressing. 1973, Sam Allardyce. What, you think it's more depressing than not finding a thing and <laughs> then having about, to talk about found, it on your radio show the following week? I would have found that centre. Oh. As God is my witness, no, I would have would. found that centre. <laughs> you would not. Because <laughs> I would have, what uh-huh. I would have done is gone back to the hotel, I would have called the PR, had they refused to help me, <laughs> I would have said, look, have you got press people, I need to talk to you about this, find me that centre. Someone else has found it. You gave up, Frank. Never give up. I gave uh, 90 <laughs> minutes because my child was crying she'd been in the car so <laughs> long. 2.2 <laughs> miles. <laughs> we went, to, we stopped at a field, right? Yeah. Just, we'll stop at this field. At least it's sort of the countryside. Mm. There was more excrement in that field than I have. There was horse excrement. There was, I think, was it rabbit? Could have been goat. It's a fine line. Mm. There was um, <laughs> certainly dog excrement. The ma- <laughs> there was borderline human. I couldn't tell for it. But everywhere we went, do you remember those posters you used to get on the wall in in, the, in school? The the wildlife of Great Britain. <laughs> Oh, yes. yes. Well, if they had won the Wildlife of Great Britain, open brackets, excrement, close brackets, that's what this field would have been perfect for. So was this instead of the anyway. Reptile Centre? This was, this, was, this was what we did. So we ran around in a field of excrement instead. <laughs> well, the heat. Frank, David Cox has been in touch. It's an <clears> elaborate <throat> hoax. I also attempted to go there once and found nothing. <laughs> 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 well... I mean, so I'm glad it's not just me, because you're suggesting that I didn't put the effort in. Honestly, I. Try I feel and really try. bad because you know what, <clears throat> safety in numbers, and I should have believed you yourself. But now others are getting in touch. I'm starting to think maybe it isn't a labyrinth. What, is, is, what is this place doing? <laughs> what Surely they up to? wants visitors. <laughs> what are they up to? Yeah. Have they got a phone number? Have they got a webby? Have they gone under? I'm worried that they've gone under. And uh, what if the reptiles like, have escaped? Pouring scorn. Now they haven't gone under. There was recent posts on the thing. Oh, All really? they need is like a, a say, a, 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 some sort of reptile, a lizard pointing. Yeah. Not yeah, a chameleon, obviously. Good sign. No, a lizard pointing, and that could be the... Or a man, hire a man, work experience, in a leopard print tabard... To point the way. Uh, no, de- de- it's deceiving the leopard print. Now I'd be expecting yeah. big cats. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm thinking, what do people instantly associate? You don't want a snakeskin tabard. But Can't we- see the subtlety from the road. What we're talking about here is a place that presumably lives on its on its, its visitor stop. Yeah. 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 Mm. I mean, what it, are I, they up to? What if it is just in the shape of a big chameleon? <laughs> And when I, when I went past it, it was just green. I couldn't find it anywhere. That, it's, maybe there's someone listening from the centre, if it exists. You'd mm. think. Mm. You'd think. It's, no, it's a, I don't know how big it is. Oh, good point, yeah. Any, well, I don't know anything about it. I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Howard is uh, claiming that the reptile centre is definitely there on Google Maps satellite view. Who's going to go to that trouble, though, Howard? Except but, you, obviously. Well, something good on you, Howard, for, for your thoroughness. Mm-hmm. But I, um... Well, we've had a rather controversial review. Someone doesn't, doesn't like the, uh, reptile centre, I'm afraid. They found well, it. Well though. done then for getting there. <laughs> they said... Make that decision. You're on about the new forest reptile centre. You are. <laughs> I like your on about. Well, it does exist. Well, about it. But you're oh, for- God, sorry about But that. you're fortunate. Frank got a frog <coughs> in his throat, ironically. 
I think they're amphibians. <laughs> Do my best. The Do amphi- my best. I found the amphibian. Frank got, got an iguana in his throat. <laughs> because it saved you your hard-earned money, and I'm afraid I found it not very good there. Oh, damn. Well, <laughs> I, obviously, I'd love to be able to either um, well, deny or um, agree with that. He but says he lives in Southampton. Yes, very adjacent. Oh, is it? To okay. the new forest reptile centre. Well, if he... Appar- yeah. Well, maybe it is. <laughs> Could be in Scotland, for all I know. <laughs> maybe it's the forest reptile centre, and it's new, and it's in, a, it's in Sherwood Forest. Oh, that could be it. Darren from Dudley, Abinia, uh, says, uh, <laughs> perhaps it's like Jurassic Park and all the reptiles have eaten everyone and it's all overgrown. That's why you can't find it. I like mm. the idea. I once sat in a, um, a sushi bar in Bournemouth. It's upstairs. It's called something like funky sushi or something like that mm. oh, that and, I, nice. and i looked down and i could see a crazy golf um course <laughs> oh yeah including that the, one of them was a big clown's face with its mouth open that you had to chip a ball into and it was overgrown with grass and dirt and stuff and i thought well that's my career <laughs> <laughs> anyway why did you bring that up <laughs> what happened to you because we were t- you're talking about overgrown. Oh, right. Yeah, Jurassic Park, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Worried about you just launching into a sad anecdote about your career thoughts. I, I no, I'll, I'll tell you when that moment happens. <laughs> I'd suggest that um, the question, why did you bring that up, could be a much repeated question on this programme. <laughs> well, Richard Denning, <laughs> Richard which Denning. I'm going to call the uh, possibly the communique of the century, oh, okay. says, I was born at the reptile centre. Hold <laughs> it, hold it. In 1963, but it was not a reptile centre then. I thought it'd come from heavens for that. I thought it was like some terrible version of the fly. (laughs) (laughs) It was just a forestry commission house. We lived there for three years. It was called Holiday Hills. It's on the main route between Cadenham and Lyndhurst. Holiday Hills was one of the things I tried in my sat-nav, can I point out. Okay. Well, he was born there, Richard. Richard, that is absolutely fantastic. (laughs) Um, if only you were, had some sort of bog inside you, and then we could have... I don't know, he's moved now, of course. Yeah. It just doesn't help, really. It's a lovely story. Mm. It's not going to help me find it. Well, nothing's going to help you find it. That part of your life's <laughs> over, and you need to move on. I'm, I mean, I've come, I'm not in the area anymore. I'm not going back down. It's no good somebody saying, here's, here's, a, here's a fail. So, but no-one has done that. Imagine no one has if offered somebody it. did. Imagine if somebody sent in really good directions, and you just <laughs> went. And me and Emily had to do the rest of the there show. Are. <laughs> There are no really good... <laughs> what is it about the countryside that you can put in a, 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 a postcode and it just takes you somewhere about half a mile up the road? Oh, yeah. Why? That's it's happened it's to me loads of times. It's nothing to these people. Yeah, well, they love a yomp, don't they, the country yeah. folk? They don't mind that. That's just it. Get this out is, and That's why they look so healthy because, in fairness. Because drunk us. driving is such a commonplace there <gasps> that they think it's not even worth Frank. giving an accurate location because you're going you're gonna to overshoot by at least half a mile. Just braking, just a, a triple spinning handbrake turn is going to take you into another road. And relax. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Satnav's work on longitude and latitude. Maybe yours had the wrong latitude. Is that a pun on attitude, do you think? I don't think so. I think and then he says, Matthew in Glasgow, I think. Which I like. Oh, I see. Which is probably... Satnav might be wrong. I don't... Um, but I tried every... I tried lots of... I think I put in four different things and I asked the locals. To be fair to the reptile centre in the New Forest, I don't know why I should be fair to them. 
as they so elusive. I love it when mm. you do a Jamie Redknapp. To be fair, yeah, but to someone, be fair, someone who said it was terrible. We've had we've had the counter yes. argument, haven't we? Someone we did. Who said that they had a great time? But if I'd have found it, I'd have made damn sure I had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was actually Carol <laughs> Hughes. <clears throat> Carol Hughes. What, yeah, from, it sounds um, a bit like a 1960s Dolly Bird. Yeah, from the Live Bird. Yeah. She says, your man from Southampton is deluded. The reptile centre is excellent. Well, I don't know about deluded. He has a differing <laughs> opinion. <laughs> oh, it's all gone a bit Brexit. Um, <laughs> so, um, sorry, We've Karen. also had Frank, I loved your monitor joke. In fact, it was so good, I can't get over it. Oh, Ian Angle, for chance. Gecko over it. No, it wasn't. It was I tell you what, Angle's so, had yeah. a very busy morning with yeah. the old reptile centre <laughs> refs. <laughs> Oh, anyway. Well, that's, um, I'm, I, I'm taking that now as irony, just so they could get in their own pond. But that's fine, I'll take my prize where I can get it. What about that? <laughs> oh, sorry. Let's say that was Tarzan. <laughs> OK, it was Tarzan. <sighs> oh, dear. <clears throat> you had one thing to avoid. I know. I don't know where that came from. It's, I mean, you just can't wipe your entire hard I do. Drive. You're a bit of a git. Oh, yes, forgot that. <laughs> but I love you. Um, thank you so much. Um, I think we go to adverts why I go and, uh, <laughs> and gargle. I know I can't gargle. It's, oh, God. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Um, can I just say, we are having a few emails about it sounding strange in the 80s, so you don't need to send us those. We're working on it. Yeah? Yes. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I said sorry, can't hear me after the advert's it's <laughs> been played simultaneously. It's hard out there for a... Oh, I'll leave it. It's a jungle out there. Um, mm. we need to talk about the heat, actually, don't we? Well, I think it's be, it seems hard. Everyone else, that's all anyone's talking People about. love about. a chat about the heat. And also, oh. I like it, because it's quite smooth FM. Usually, it's not one of ours. It's okay. When people in Britain talk about the heat, they're usually grabbing the front of their t-shirt and just shaking <laughs> it like that. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love it when they do that. Oh, heat wave, isn't it? I don't like to say it's too hot, but it's people too hot. use. We'd complain people. if it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. People use the numbers as well. It's going to be twenty-eight tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Like they know what that means. Come on. <laughs> what are you, a scientist? I think not. Yeah, it's going to be twenty-eight tomorrow. No, it's the twentieth. Can I say, by the way, <laughs> yes. um, before we go on? Um, We'd like to send mega congratulations to our producer, Daisy, oh. who has had uh, a baby a boy. A child. A baby boy today. Oh. Well, last night, actually, I think it was, wasn't it? But congratulations. He's got a dimple, apparently. Lovely. Sorry. Yes, he doesn't have a name yet, but congratulations. And she won't be listening, obviously, because she'll be, um, I suppose she'll be tucking into the placenta at this point. <laughs> but oh. um, they, that's what they do now, the moderns. But, um, <laughs> it's fantastic news and lovely. And, and, and I got a text from... I can't her, wait to get the clothes. And I tell you what I like, I got the text, um, didn't include the weight. No. Like Often now they send the weight of it's the baby. It's funny that, because I wondered the weight. No, you see, uh, I think that text it's very... Came in, I well, thought, we've discussed this unusual. before and I find it an oversight when it's, they don't mention the weight. I think it's indiscreet, the weight. <laughs> well, I, I always text people my weight, just so they know. Do you, well, I, I've, yeah. I've, Hi, I've, running ten minutes late, but that eight is, stone four. That's <laughs> the point, though, isn't it? Is that if I said to you, I've got this new girlfriend, yeah. eight stone twelve, <laughs> you'd think, well, come on, that is so reductive. Of, you know, she's a person, yeah, <laughs> but with yeah. babies. Yeah. Can't wait to get them on the scales. Leave them alone. <laughs> anyway, that's great news. Uh, where were we? The heat. The heat yeah. wave. 
It's... There's lots of advice. You see, I don't relate to this. People saying, oh, hot out there. Let's cool down. Never wanted to cool down in my whole life. Really? You know I love the heat. I'm an exotic creature, Frank. Yeah, it's one of the strange anomalies of your personality. Because I usually associate really liking hot weather with, with the foolish <laughs> right. society. People that go to Dubai like, and come yeah. back. My dream temperature is Lagos Airport. Oh, really? Yes. Is it? I've never been to Lagos Airport, but I bet it's, uh, it's a scorcher. It's sizzling. It can be difficult, though, can't it, for some people, the terrible heat. My, um, my family and I went for dinner the other night. In a, in a too, too hot for lamb, if that's what you're <laughs> going to suggest. <laughs> I wasn't going to suggest that. But, you know, they give the kids pencils in some pubs when yes. you're waiting for... My daughter, asked my, uh, my daughter asked my wife to sharpen the pencil for her, and my wife sharpened the pencil and started sweating. And she, wow. she went, oh, God, it's too hot for this. <laughs> it's just exhausting. Well, she yeah, isn't a, a pencil sharpener or a... It was a Stanley knife. No, it was a pencil sharpener. Just oh, normal, not, like, not, just not that... Bad. Shouldn't be that cardio, but add in the heat and, um... That I should mention is. my wife is the, uh, 35 stone woman, but that's the side, that's just a... <laughs> no, no I thought, I've always respected you for that. <laughs> sticking with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was, it was... A lot of men would have been squeezed out at that house. <laughs> <laughs> not me. <laughs> Well, but they give advice because they did one of these things this week. Did you see that where they, um, one of the papers did, you know, here's how to keep cool in the heat. Mm -hmm. And some of the advice I found a bit strange. Eat fish. That's weird. I mean, they said, I couldn't work that out because I've never thought that. No one fries yeah. up a bit of haddock because they're, you know, feeling the heat. They said that's to do with it will help you sleep because it has melatonin in it. Oh, that's, oh. It's, you don't want to be thinking that long term. <laughs> Doing the heat. Well, you, you don't want to think that long Your time. sheets. Just pure short term thinking. Stick your sheets in the freezer. I mean, who's going to do that? <laughs> also, I don't big. want it smelling yeah, of old potato wedges. You're right, Frank. If you've got that much space in your freezer, you're wasting electricity. If you've got that much space in your freezer and you're cold, get in. You're hot, I mean. Get in. Just I just, yeah, nobody does. I've heard of the put the pants in the freezer. Yeah, so I'm going to eat the food after my pants have been in there. <laughs> yeah. And what about another tip was put completely sodden socks on. So soak them. Oh, so they're dripping rubbish. wet. Oh, that sounds Absolutely quite nice. Rubbish. Do you like that? Yeah, yeah, Should we do it this morning? Right. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure it's Lovely, hot enough, Frank. to be honest. I mean, you've got to remember, for, you know, when you get to my age, it can be a matter of life and death, hot summer. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Skinner knows help is on its way. I have to, I have to be... Uh, I can't use... You know, those... You see those people? I call them people. With those little mini fans that you... You know what I mean? I know them. And, uh, two mm. AA batteries and a oh, little yeah. propeller. If I do that now, I find my throat billows. <laughs> <laughs> right, don't want that in my life. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, we've been texted, just wondering if Frank's umbrella hat doubles up as a sun hat in the current climate. I must admit, I haven't, I haven't sorted out the umbrella hat. Again, new readers, I, um, when I first saw the umbrella hat, mm. I thought that was the end of the handheld umbrella. I was <laughs> absolute, I thought, well, that's that, that's that dog. <coughs> Hasn't caught on quite like I expected. Maybe if they market it as parasol hats, we're yeah. away this summer. While we're on that subject, of course, another thing that the hot weather does bring out is poor clothing choices, I'm afraid. Yep. I've seen a hell of a lot of what I call coach driver sleeves out there oh, on yeah. the shirts. Yeah. 
And you know I have a zero tolerance policy with regards to them. Well, I've been on uh, holiday this week, so I, you can wear kind of... I wore a rah-rah skirt for three <laughs> days. Totally. Yeah, but, but I've just been... I mean, absolutely, the old shorts T-shirt. Did you go to the I Have Given Up shop? Um, I, well, I lived there. <laughs> I was born there before it became unfindable. Yes. I went to a wedding recently on a very hot day and the photographer wore one of those short suits. Oh! Do you know what I mean? Like a proper tailored suit. Do you know? Excellent. That's so hipster. It's very East London because... Yeah, well, he, he had a bit of that about Did he have him. the beard? Well, he had a bit of a beard and he was slightly balding, which gave him very much the appearance of, of, of that man from um, moneysupermarket.com <laughs> adverts who does those sort of twerking. He yeah. really oh, did yeah. look with the shorts and stuff. If I was balding, I'd go for the beard. Distraction. Oh, if yeah. I was balding, I'd uh, jump under a car. <laughs> <laughs> you could get it sorted. No. I am... Um, you finished. I <laughs> Finished? I was uh, I was a bit overly hot last week, and and I don't know if you remember, but when we did this show last week, I had some very thick denim jeans on that I oh, wear. I that didn't really notice how thick they were. They're Thicker than your average. Denim. Tw- yeah, they're a selvage denim. It's a high what, quality what, what, denim. Tw- Twenty-five denier. It was twelve ounce. I think. What was oh, a denier? More like sixty, Frank. But, really? but may I just say that I uh, I also I you know as I've discussed on the show before for for day wear underwear I'm a boxer short guy for for exercise I prefer to be held but for boxer yeah. shorts is my day wear. Oh. But what about in the, the most disgusting thing you've ever said? Well, well, strapping, strapping, because I've got something to finish this. <laughs> strapping, no, you, thank you. I, you strap him. By the sound my, of it. In the hot weather last week, oh my gosset, so clammy, oh, so no. clammy. No, Frank, no. I, I, and I need help. Feel sick. No. I need help, guys. I'm just... <laughs> You remember uh, when Frank was talking oh. about his tummy sloshing last week? That's how I sounded when I walked on oh, at the comedy store last Saturday night. Please. Disgusting. It's horrible terrible. for me. I'm fragrant, I've showered, I've got a beautiful top on, <laughs> my hair's washed. You, you well. look great, but we're talking about me for a moment. And I'm stuck with Heaven two old fend. men talking about <laughs> gussets. <laughs> I wasn't talking about gussets, don't drag <laughs> me in on this. <laughs> My house at the, uh, We're talking about the heat. This is a heat problem. I took my child swimming, uh, this week, and I was in the... Uh, he was being a bit naughty afterwards. Um, and I, so I'm in the, uh, changing room with him. We're both naked, and I'm telling him off, and he's shouting yes. and stuff. And this, uh, bloke said to me, you've got a handful there. And for <laughs> one minute... <laughs> <laughs> but now he's talking about my... my son. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Now, do you remember <laughs> I left something, uh, I left things, I'm sorry, on something of a cliffhanger week? I think it might have even been the week ago. before last. Do you remember, Frank? I do, yes. It, it was, uh, it, was it a neighbour's cliffhanger? Well, it was a story to do with my neighbour, and we all like a neighbour's story. Oh, yeah. Well, something that, a little bit uncomfortable Jane. about it, isn't it? Which is what we like. The idea that I might get home and, <clears throat> you know, she might be standing there Some in a little house coat. Local beef. Yeah. Yeah. Waving a mop at me angrily. Mm. I don't think that will happen, but I would like to get the reader's opinion on this. Okay. So, this started, I actually showed Frank an email that I got from one of my neighbours on the way to Wimbledon, weren't we? We were. And I found the tone of this rather passag, if I'm honest. So, it involves a tree, which is in my concrete patch, and 
it's the branches hang somewhat near to her window oh yeah she was concerned about the branches becoming intrusive which was a fair enough point so i called out u2's gardener and <laughs> he trims my foliage for me okay. and he did a lovely job Good thank you paul and i was expecting an email back what would you expect? Saying, thank you so much, that's great, shall we have a glass of champagne, come over? <laughs> and I got this. No, dear Emily, no hello, nothing. Just, I see your gardener has had a hack at the tree which no longer threatens my windows. Mm-hmm. Full stop. I appreciate I've done the voice. Yeah. But... As I've said before, emails and texts should have stage directions. <laughs> Mild irony in brackets, and then you could have <clears throat> that. Yeah. Firstly, I see your gardener. It just sounds somewhat suspicious of my motives. Yeah. And your gardener sounds a bit like your fancy man. Yeah, it does mm. a bit, yeah. Is he? No! He's oh, right. been in a concrete patch. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lovely <laughs> relationship, and it doesn't... It, no, but... He hangs around with you, too, so, you know, he must be a respectable character. Well, I've he heard The be. Edge is a very demanding character when it comes to precision... He's lawns. not worried about shade, of course, <laughs> in his garden. Oh, the edge He's always would, got the hat on. He would be keen on the edge, though, wouldn't he? He'd, be, he'd want precision. You don't want a name like the edge and not well, have precision. I mean. yeah, yeah. He's a hard no, task no, master. Also, <laughs> if I was the gardener, I would have claimed to have been called the hedge. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that awkward moment. Oh, what, what's your name? I'm called the hedge. What, are you joking? No, I've always been called that. Yeah. Oh, well, anyway, <laughs> come in, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> OK, can we return so what, to the what, analysis her email? of the email? What's her email so continuing? So then, she says... What's her email address? I thought you were going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll sort this out. I also felt your gardener made mm. it sound just a bit sleazy. Mm, as well. if we're in cahoots. And maybe I'm overanalyzing, but imagine being in a relationship with me. Then we get to had a hack at the tree. Now, come on. Mm. as That implies, as, as Frank... You did say at the time, Frank... You're in deep, my friend, like me. You said that implies he went on a mad spree with a chainsaw. Also, that he didn't do a great job. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, there's still a bit of branch there. So there's a little bit of an insult to you for booking a gardener that just goes yeah. hacking. Yeah, yeah, than... but we know why she booked him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Oh, we had a bit of a hack, all right. <laughs> Don't worry about so, that. So, also, the tree which no longer threatens my windows. Can we discuss that? Passag. Well, I suppose... It's a very inflammatory word, threaten. Yeah. I mean, he's not... The branches are gently... Br- were gently brushing against oh, the Oh, so grass. they were actually touching glass, as they... Uh, <laughs> as they I sat. mean, they were getting close, <laughs> for comfort. <laughs> oh, I'm touching glass. <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't that? standing there Trying to think of someone who could yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silver surfer, maybe. See, glass, sort of glass figure. Kind of. Can't think of any mm. famous glass characters. What about a, sem- a sommelier? Um, pardon? A sommelier could say that? Yeah, yeah. A sommelier? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. He spends his days touching it, glass. If he was touching glass, he would he'd be even sommelier than usual. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Oh, James Martin here. How to make a sandwich? Use bread? I always use butter. Makes it a bit more sort of buttery. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So, that was my slight issue with my neighbour, and I just felt it wasn't as friendly as it could have been. I mean, it's hard anyway. I'm a bit like Frank. I like a face-to-face confrontation. I don't like hiding behind an email. Knock on my door. 
But also, the email you is calling not... calling her out. You're calling her out. <laughs> Knock on my door, I'll take you down. <laughs> no, she's a very nice woman, <laughs> but I just think in this instance... I, I think perhaps the email could I have done... I think if you want to get the best out of people, start mm. start a missive with dear and end it with best or regards. Don't yeah. end it with threatens my what windows. A, a, yeah, maybe okay. describe it as your lovely tree instead of exactly. threatens my window. Well, it's not the first time that's been said. <laughs> I get emails from people who start, hi, Frank. What's up with that? Well, why don't you like that? Am I a character on Glee? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. you are so harsh. I would say... Categorically, you are not a character. <laughs> no. <on that. laughs> no. Do you not what, think yes. you should start emails with hi? No, hi. If anyone says to me, hi, Frank, I think, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> most intolerant man that ever no, lived. No, but hi. It's, oh. You can't start an email with that. So, how would you, your ideal hi. dream scenario email starts with what? Um, re would be the first thing it would say. We say your garden. We went through a phase of having rees for the uh, people uh, addressing this show, didn't we? I like... Um, <laughs> I enjoy I'm happy with deer. It's a shame that deer's gone, I think. I, yeah. I hate deer. <clears throat> deer? Oh, OK. Mm. Oh. <laughs> your manager is the best at sending emails. <laughs> They're never longer than three words <laughs> at a time. No, well, his phone messages are... <laughs> well, Frank's John. <laughs> That's I, I don't leave a message. Just uh, I'm a man now. I'll just give them a missed call. I won't bother leaving a message. Is that right? Yeah, That's what you're all about respond to a missed call. You're but, a busy guy. You know what I wouldn't mind doing? I, um, <clears throat> you know, when I do one of my walks down memory lane, yes. uh, ask the question, um, "Whatever happened to?" Yeah, yeah. Remember her? Mm. Hold on a minute. See if I can find that baby. Here we go. Whatever happened to? <laughs> Earache. Oh! <laughs> when I was a kid, everybody at earache was a re- it was an yeah. epidemic. Yeah. Every I, there was barely a kid in our class who didn't have at least one wad of cotton wool in one of his ears because of the earache. Yeah. Well, why did that die out then? I think um, maybe was- the uh, the lack of playing with marbles in today's society has also coincided with the lack of people getting marbles jammed in their ear and earache. Oh, but that was a rare... That was a rare... You think? A rare cause. I oh, would okay. say the main cause of earache, as we were told, was that great enemy of humanity, drafts. Oh. The people sat next to a window that wasn't <laughs> properly sealed. Or... Oh, I thought you meant the board game. <coughs> no. <laughs> OK. Relatively Which harmless. I've never played. That's one of my... Never nevers. played drafts. Never played drafts? No, well, maybe like that's because I was pronounced it drafts. But I've never played it. What do you do? Move those round things? One yeah. brilliant thing, though. The about <laughs> What's the point of it? Capture the That's round it. thing. Yeah, you, you've nailed it there. <laughs> <laughs> what I like is whenever you say you've never done something, you're always greeted with disbelief. So if you say, <laughs> I've never played drafts. <laughs> never played drafts? <laughs> yeah, yes, I said- yes, I have played drafts. Oh, I thought you said you were- Oh. Anyway, earache, I think, has, has basically gone. So I Like Stitch? It. Yeah, like Stitch. Which was you pointed out recently. Yeah, but um, it, it was so massive. I think people have... I, I can remember City used to have a hot water bottle that hold on the side of your head. To, uh, <laughs> and also, to Frank, I seem to remember children taking days off school with that cited as the reason. Yeah, earache. You would say, oh, they're, at her, they, they're not <clears throat> coming in today, they've got earache. Now, I don't think that would pass muster. They'd just say, well, that's life. Come in. What about this? And I, I, know, I, you know I disapprove of us becoming uh, obscure on this show, as you know. 
Yeah, but you about, have to keep it really mainstream, don't you? From the same story? family as uh, Whatever Happened to Earache. Whatever Happened to Neuralgia. Gone. Neuralgia. Neuralgia. <laughs> pain down one side of the face. Gone. Oh. <laughs> Complete gone. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. <coughs> a, you're all right there. Oh. Oh, carry on. We've had a text, went, I think. Uh, he went doing um, what he loved best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coffin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't think you could see it under the desk. <laughs> Right. Really? It, and it's wow. wrong for me to say gossip, apparently. But <laughs> this is fine. Um, it's just a word, gossip. It's got... Wow. Oh, well, now Too we've said consonants. it twice again. Um, we've had an email... Uh, we've had a text, rather, uh, that I think is offering Emily some advice. Re-email. I'd mail back. Are you for real? A simple <laughs> thank you would suffice. <laughs> That's from Debbie, who sounds confrontational, frankly. Oh, you know what, Debbie, mm. Debs and I, yeah, I sure. think we're going to get along just fine. Very clear you communication. You next door. <laughs> no, because we deal like with things. Two cats in a sack. No, <laughs> we deal with things. We'd have a little route, be over, we'd open the champagne. Yeah, job done. Yeah. All your name arouse seem to be about the champagne. Yeah, that's because that's all I keep in my fridge, at that and an eyeliner. You Is don't it? have champagne in your fridge. I do, I've got two bottles at the moment. <laughs> Champagne is one of the funniest things. <laughs> I, it really makes me laugh. They're gifts, Frank, and I just they stay in the fridge. I know, but I was in a, a posh restaurant at the hotel, and um, I heard the woman say, yes, and if you order this moment, you, get a, you begin with a glass of champagne. <laughs> I just really laughed. People just think a champagne is, like, the best exciting yeah, it's thing. Cool. It's like pop. It's just like pop. No, it's not not like the really pop. good stuff, Frank. I know, but champagne... I told you about when I had her. I was going out with a woman and we split up. I told you about this, didn't I? She went to uh, Nicky... Clark. Nicky Clark's, the hairdressers. And uh, he said, oh, I was Frank, and she burst into tears. And he went into a slight panic and came back with a glass of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> said, what? What's the... What are you celebrating? Or... Oh, Nicky, Nicky, Nicky. Anyway, hey, look... Nicky was, can we just say, on the lockdown? Hey, Nicky! <laughs> That's right. Now that we've fixed the problem on Absolute Eighties, why don't you make it seem like it's still there? <laughs> why don't you make it a worse problem, Frank? What I was see, is he right? What I was going to say, Frank, was that um, Nikki, please don't do it again. Nikki Clark was on the Loch Ness celebrity parade that you went he on was. with David Baddiel, was I'll he not? Say he was. He was a centerpiece. You know, it's been 20 years since centerpiece. Loch Ness Celebrity Parade. Is it? How yeah. do you know 20 that? 20th anniversary. Yeah. I've, I've got ways. I've got okay. diarised as a reminder. Well, I think it came out the same year as uh, Three Lions. Ah. That's why, ah. no offence, that's why you and David were invited. Oh, you had like a six month window. Oh, what was, uh, what was Nikki's <laughs> uh, big moment? Doing Dye's hair. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, uh... We've had another Dark. email that I, uh, Do you think that's nominative determinism? Oh, what is? God. Okay. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what were you saying, We've had Alan? an email. <laughs> I lived in Sydney. It's, it's entitled Weather. I lived seven years in Sydney. The summer temp averaged 25C to 32C. No one took any notice, just carried on with daily life. Yeah. What a bunch of wimps the British seem to be. <laughs> yeah. A bit of warmth and everyone is moaning. I can't count how many comments I've heard on different media outlets whining about it. Stop moaning, it's great. Yours, Paul Stewart. 
Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. But what happened to Australian tennis? Anyway, <laughs> I was. What happened to Australian telly? Oh, right, I was never right, good. I, catch I was being uh, driven. Oh, I don't know. I love Boney. What about the Young Doctors? Sullivan's. Young Doctors. There's lots of good Bonnie's stuff. Bar. Are they all smoking drunk? So look, I was I was being driven in this morning. I'll be oh, honest yeah. with you. <clears throat> and uh, oh, I saw a sign in the shop window that said, uh, real leather jackets upstairs. Is <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ron Atkinson loitering around outside? It's this idea, real leather jackets. I know, it's, you know, we don't often see these about now. Uh-huh. But these are the real <laughs> thing. <laughs> upstairs, don't tell anybody. Right. And I got in and I thought, first of all, it was t- too hot to even think about <laughs> real leather jackets. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, poof. I thought to myself, and I use both hands to wave. <laughs> I came in, I picked up this morning's Daily Mirror, and on page, I think it's 27, 50% off seven-pocket <laughs> leather jacket. Oh, my goodness. Seven pockets. I mean, fan- I mean I'd be so tempted to have a small framed picture of, of, uh, of the seven dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> and have, have, have one in each pocket. <laughs> But it's, and it's got, um... I'd like to think where Dopey will be. <laughs> well, um... <laughs> I think I, he'd be in the Russian athlete's pocket. <laughs> so, uh, seven pocket leather jacket. Seven's in a different colour. So you're supposed oh, yeah. to say, seven yeah. pocket. Seven. <laughs> and then it's got, uh, 59 with a cross through it. I mean, why put it there at all? Surely you're going to plan an advert better than that. Don't put a um, price thing on, oh, that's yeah. wrong. Yeah. Cross that out. <laughs> really bad copy And they editing. crossed it out with a big crossing as yeah. well. It's not like they've done it discreetly, yeah, the shading. Exactly. I mean, you know, you can still get <laughs> Tipex. You can. It's not but as popular no. as it used or to be. Or retype it. Whatever happened to Tipex. Well, it said, bound to take the fashion world by storm. <laughs> so look out for that. Um, I think anyway. we need to put that up on uh, on the socials. Seven pockets. Where are the se- now? Hang on. I've got You've got two breasts. Well, I'm looking. If you know pic- what I mean. On the picture, <laughs> oh, I'd say two breasts, Frank. Let me guess. I haven't seen it. Two breasts. Two breasts. Mm-hmm. Two. I'm saying. Two let's size. call it hamstring area. Hamstring. Two. two so it's, it's, hamstring. it's a jacket. Lower. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a blouson. Yeah. Okay. Two waist. Well, that. That's, uh, four. Where's the other Well, three? Actually, there must be... Just, one inside. One internally mm. to the side. Where the other one in is... It's, uh, well, <laughs> 8, 12, 8, 12, 15. <laughs> Where anyone's... is the seventh pocket? I is want it to be right anyone's... across the back like a cyclist's jacket. You know, the, uh... Oh, like a post box. <laughs> yes. Yeah, if oh. anyone's got Imagine the, you get a leather jacket uh, seven, with one of those, that'd be awesome. pocket, uh, leather jacket. <laughs> Let us know where that other pocket is. I wonder if it's one of those sometimes you get on the upper heart, upper oh, arm for your house keys. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Frank Skinner. I'm accompanied <laughs> by Emily Dean and Alan Cochran on this occasion. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website, mm. or, um, or don't. Just listen to it passively. Good point. Well, the big story this morning, everywhere, is the seven-pocket leather jacket. Page 27 of the Daily Mirror, I think Yeah. They're calling. They're saying bound to take the fashion world by storm. The new fashion showstopper, yeah. hyphen between show and stopper, was oh, fifty nine ninety nine. It could have been the new fashion show <laughs> stopper. stopper. Yeah. Oh yeah. As in, it, it, which of course it would have been. 
Well, if because a, it puts a, a hole to anything super, fashion. If, if a supermodel came down the catwalk wearing a seven-pocket leather jacket, somebody would stop it and say, hold on a minute, you're supposed to be wearing lovely, flimsy Do you know frocks. what? If I'd have been at the, Louis, the Louis Vuitton menswear show, which I recently attended in Paris... Oh, yeah. Front row, yeah. So I was there. Um, I wasn't. No, you weren't. <laughs> no, I wasn't. If someone had walked out in the seven-pocket leather jacket, oh, I would have loved that, Frank. Well, it's the sort of thing the designers, <laughs> when they come out in the end, they come out with ripped jeans and T-shirts. Like, we don't oh, care yeah. about clothes. We yeah. know that's our job. We've actually had an email, cos we asked where would the uh, seven pockets be. I mooted the idea of the cycling-style um, lower back pocket, which I... I'll, you know when they've got their packets of biscuits and the lycra bit? Oh, yeah. I thought that was for a... Uh, a, a, um... Cagoule. Lo- yeah, yes. a lot of... They fit a lot of stuff in there. It's a stretchy fabric, the cycling top. Um, <laughs> we've had, uh, we've had an email, seven pocket jacket. I'm guessing that the bottom pockets are doubled up, with one pocket being top entry and one side entry. Right. So this makes the lower pockets equals four, plus the two breast breast pockets and an inside pocket. Inside pocket for he your, continues um, just in- Interpol ID card. <laughs> he continues just oh. like my seven pocket puffer jacket. Oh. Any, so any praises us, not, which we can't read out. a new idea. No, fair enough. I think they should say, in- include some doubling up after the number seven. Well, Jake Conran, as he points out, it could just be one, I'm afraid. Sometimes two pockets can magically occupy the same area. I think that's... That's, that's, that's essentially yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Top I, I entry, I side entry. I hadn't thought. What I would have liked is the same four pockets on the back of the jacket. Yeah. Oh, like when those, um, <laughs> when ladies' tops have got the buttons all down the back and it looks like they're in reverse. Yes. Yeah. Get that with a leather jacket pockets. Yeah. Oh, but you'd be worried. What if you, you mean four, as in the windows yeah. of a hat of a traditional yes. hat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at the, yeah, uh, it looks like um, four windows in, on, on a house. Looking in, at it now in the, in the mirror. On, if the back, it had the same <laughs> ones. So there'd be oh. stuff you wouldn't put well, in. Well, that's the back eight pockets. pockets. I mean, no. that's a whole like different kettle of fish, eight pockets. Well, you wouldn't put your cigarettes in the back pockets because you lean back on the boss. And well, what are you going to put in the back Crush pocket? Em. You're going to have mischievous schoolboys <laughs> just undoing the top pocket, taking a cigarette out. No. Uh, <laughs> maybe even taking a um, disposable lighter. Well, yeah. what are you going to put in those back pockets? Stuff back pockets, that you don't need that often. Playing cards. And it wouldn't... Stuff that wouldn't Three bre- playing cards and a euro note. Stuff that wouldn't break if you leaned on it. Yeah. You know, chamois leather. Yeah. Penknife. No, I don't know about penknife. <laughs> Let me think about that one. My foundation. Extra strong mints. My you foundation. Don't need those all the time, do you? <laughs> That's the title of uh, Emily's new book. Yeah. My foundation. My foundation. <laughs> yeah. Last last week I did why I use moisturiser. <laughs> if you remember. <laughs> My book, so well. What about Rasmus? Has t- uh, tweeted us one for phone, one for wallet, one for oyster card, four for actual oysters. <laughs> oh. Four oysters. Quite surreal. I usually get mine by the half dozen. Well, that'll help you We're in the heat wave, the fish. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Frank, this news just in. Someone has tweeted us. Don't call us. me Justin, I've told you. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, <laughs> just gone past the new Forest Reptile Centre. That That's is not true. <laughs> <laughs> that happened three <laughs> seconds ago. Yeah, made up. I've gone past it, all I'm right, Frank. <laughs> it was probably <laughs> half yeah, a mile away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, we, uh, we could discuss, could potentially discuss one yes. of my favourite things that has been in the news this week, which oh, is that yeah. the Dragon's Den people, years ago, 
turned down yes. the tangle teaser. Do you know the little hairbrush? Are you aware I of do. the tangle teaser, Emily? Of course have you got? I am. Do you have a tangle teaser? Do adult... No, but my nieces are big fans of the tangle teaser. Well, I'm well, a big fan Well, my daughter is a fan yeah. of, of the said tangle teaser. And nothing makes me happier than the dragons turning something down that then goes on to success. Because mm. their <laughs> position is one of arrogance, isn't it? Like, that is well, their yes, gig. They are yes. very much in the I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. certain. And I find any... And like, they cannot dress. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> the, the other thing is, when they turned it down now, mm. I think they've been a little bit hoist by their own guitar because I think what they did was they thought, I've got such great hair puns here, oh, which are negative in tone. I'd rather get my terrible hair puns in than invest in what is clearly a very good, you know, business proposition. Hence, you had Duncan Ballantyne saying it made him want to pull his hair out. Peter Jones said it's hair-brained. Yeah. Yes, but then James Kahn said, <laughs> a waste of time. <laughs> absolutely no hair at all. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, he could have so accepted it. I yeah, he could have. I don't think this will even be on the fringe of success, he, he could have said. All sorts he he, he could have said, I'm giving you the brush off. He yes. could have. I mean, you and Alan would have been in your absolute element. Well, I haven't been asked to, do, to be a dragon, funnily enough. Of course you haven't. <laughs> You're not an entrepreneur. Well, I'm a sort of an I'm entrepreneur and then I sell me. Oh, yeah. S slum landlord as well. Well, I, I well, used to in Birmingham in the old days. <laughs> I needed the money for drink. <laughs> well, I'd invest in you as a brand. Thank you so much. Well, mm. I was invited to get on board early with uh, ketamine and I thought this won't catch on. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, I could have been a rich man now. <laughs> It's a shame different. you turned that down, isn't it? Yeah, Looking well, back, I suppose so at the hard, time you it? were busy with Gap, weren't you? Is it Gap that you were? Yes, he lied oh, and yeah. said he invented the Gap. Mm. I wouldn't say invented. I, <laughs> I, I was at the meeting. I suggested the name. You <laughs> were, and I was. Um, you always say that, but you have no idea about my past. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sadly, I, you have a lot of idea about mine. I've <laughs> got. Um, I can't picture a tangle teaser. I want to be honest. Can you not? No. I mean, when... How would you describe it? I'd describe it almost, um... It's a hairbrush, is it? it kidney is. swimming pool shaped. Oh. When Deborah Meaden described it as a horse brush, I don't think she was a million miles. It does look a bit like no, a horse. No, it was horse. Just so you know, it's horse brush. That's what I said. Okay. I'm just checking how you were spelling it. <laughs> okay. Horse brush. Um, right, and the <laughs> teeth on the brush... Yeah. They are positioned in such a way that you're able to... I mean, you're able to get through the hair without it hurting. They do work, actually. I don't know if the really, other ladies here really have good. ever used one. No, I can see that. But, um, <laughs> I can recommend it wholeheartedly. I haven't used it. I mean, my hair is so matted, I have to use a Toblerone. That's the only thing I can get through it. <laughs> that explains a lot, actually. Yeah. Well, there's some little lumps and of when did you like to comb? Do you actually comb, Al? I've been considering going to, um, like, a combed fashion but i don't at the moment i, I just, love an idea I, of a comb in the top pocket don't I, get me wrong oh, yeah so i like I. that it's like very that. 1950s murderer maybe that's um comb in um, number seven. Oh, pocket number seven yes. the comb, oh, the comb yeah. Pocket. Comb. yeah because also if, it, if, that, if mischievous schoolboys steal it it's not the end of the world no you know they're, they're cheap no i've just been to uh a, a gymnasium type dressing room place oh, yeah. i was swimming i wasn't working out and uh, there was three combs when you came out. What about that? 
Free combs. Free combs. Just no. Free combs in the fountain. People said, have a comb. Go on. Unbelievable. Yeah. I've never heard of such a thing. I said, what are you talking to any high for like that? <laughs> you know, uh, apparently Donald Trump's hair is so sticky and it's hard. You know that front bit? Right, yeah. Well, I'm not surprised. It he won't w- move. He sprays it to keep Well, it he, you know, he does it himself. He refuses to get a hairdresser. Oh, good Res- for him. Respect. Good for him. <laughs> respect to Mundo, I as think Frank Village for smoking <laughs> has had respect. <laughs> And Donald Trump for refusing to hair. get a hairdresser. Donald Trump is building a wall around his forehead. Yes. <laughs> well, I, um, as you know, my, I'm something of a hero in the S&M community. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I invented the uh, the strangle teaser, which is, if it's used properly, it's completely safe. What, what is the safe word for it, though? <laughs> I'll, hold on, I'll tell you what, in a minute. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I, uh, I have to say, the, um, uh, my respect is due to the, uh, Sean P. He's the guy that came up with Tangle Tees. Oh, okay. Or the Tangle Teaser, I think it's, it's called. He's not called Sean P, is he? Sean P was working as a colour technician at Vidal Sassoon. Isn't his name Pira? Puff Palfrey? Oh, maybe his nickname's yeah. Sean P. Why are you turning him into some P. Diddy character? Waiting but, for P to have a vision. <laughs> what I liked is it says in this paper here, <laughs> I, it says that he had a light bulb moment. He, uh, he yeah. realised that he could... And then it said, in the years that followed, he spent much of his own money and time creating prototypes. That's the bit that I think really divides oh. the inventor from the civilian. Yeah, that's it? when you need a shed. Yeah, I mean, if I said to my wife, I'm going to start creating prototypes, I think she'd be very worried. I think there would be, you know, we haven't got a shed. I'd be doing it in the cellar. I was in a bar once uh, in those days. Well, you say days. once. I was in a bar <laughs> at New Street Station and the trains were delayed, so I was in there a f- fair bit and some man came and sat next... It's long before I was um, a much-loved um, celebrity. <laughs> a borderline national treasure, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't even started Before things like seven-pocket leather jackets <laughs> came into <laughs> your earth. It's great. I do buy a leather jacket when it's this hot. <laughs> <laughs> it shows tremendous foresight to, to even imagine it not being hot. Well, this is what happens. I have to start buying winter coats soon. This is my world, you see. That's, I'm in uh, autumn awesome winter brilliant. already. To well, to be fair, the Daily Mirror also had an advert for a, a night before Christmas, <laughs> nightmare before Christmas <laughs> cuckoo clock. <laughs> so, um, shop early at the Mirror. What was we talking about? You were talking about pub. when you used to drink. Yeah, so this man pub. came over and we were chatting and, uh, he, he, he was talking the, a bit, Joe Orton. He was the inventor of Letraset. <gasps> do you remember that? I do not. Of course I do. Yeah, he used to scribble yes. over it and it appeared oh. on the paper. It's like an early, right. early You'd use it shopping. to do projects, so, for example, mm. Roman Britain. You'd write, you'd put that over, then you'd put the pencil on it? Yeah, not only that, but on the back of shredded wheat, you used to get, like, a, a, yeah. a, a, a city scene, a yes! dark city scene, and then you'd yes! get a sheet of Batman Robin <gasps> and some villains, and you could scribble oh, them onto the scene. Absolutely good. brilliant. But um, he ended up getting a bit drunk and advising me against um, a, a particular physical act, which he said was <laughs> a trap for germs. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> I had so many nights that started well like that and then just <laughs> went horrible. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
You've been corrected, actually, Frank. I, mm. I think I said that right. Uh, hello, Frank. Neuralgia hasn't disappeared. I still suffer with it at least once a year. Ruth. Oh, I thought it was sorry. back pain. Sorry to hear that, Ruth. Neuralgia. Yeah. That's sciatica, isn't it? I oh. tell you what, it's a, 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 something you don't hear mention much of back pain was lumbago. <gasps> oh. That's oh. I'm sorry to hear Ruth suffering. I always thought lumbago was one of the ones who won Miss World. There's They're a always good story. something. It sounds like <laughs> one of those South <laughs> American lumbago. countries. <laughs> yeah, Miss Lombago. There's a good story in one of the tabloids today that um, Viagra may cure the pain Someone of did a noise, sciatica. Is that Frank so giving us a little reverse burp again? <laughs> it my stomach again? No, oh. you know those gurg. You know you've been talking about sloshing. Yeah, which I absolutely love. Unstoppable. In you... case you didn't hear last week, sloshing is when you have a drink, <laughs> and for some reason, you instead of becoming an absorber of fluid, you become like a receptacle, and you can finish just sloshing about like you were a bottle or something. And, and as Frank said, I'm a, I'm a sensitive ma human being. <laughs> You did something just then. Now, what's this? Which is when the throat goes... <laughs> all of yeah. its own accord. Do you know that? Hmm. What about when I was lying in bed one night and I could hear... <laughs> well, I live by uh, Hampstead Heath, so I thought it was a... Took me um, about four or five minutes to realise I'd been frightened by my own nose. <laughs> 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 Terrifying. Anyway, what else is happening? Well, I'll tell you what else. We've heard from some of our listeners, I should say readers, I apologise, in Australia. Oh, Rebecca yeah. has said delighted... Rebecca? Deli I'm sorry. Delighted to watch Alan star turn groping Beth on hashtag Corey, which aired in Australia tonight. Oh, that's how it's in Australia. That's Claire right. Matt, the cockerel, cockatoo. So th Coro Street just aired in Oz. A lovely little turn. Up there with Jason the Asthmatic. So, hold on a minute. Um, oh, that, when TV did that go out? Credits. A month ago in England? Um, yeah, that's, I would that's say cool. so. That's like Great Britain. <laughs> While we still can. Oh, um, yeah. Or maybe so it was sad. less than that. Well, it was during it, well, the football. It was during the Euros. But the that fact it's remember. just gone out in Australia. Yeah, They're a few weeks like behind. Has it gone up, did they, they send are. the tapes out on the Queen Mary? There's <laughs> 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 a delay. They're always a couple, a little but bit behind. But you'd think in the modern day, with the streaming, you'd think it'd be yes. immediate, wouldn't Because you? they'll be on the internet and they'll say, oh, it's a shame about Albert Tatlock dying, and they'll know. <laughs> they'll yeah. know before it's actually happened. Yeah. yeah. It's very difficult. My, uh, my appearance on Coronation Street led me to uh, be recognised. You know, I was talking... Day about um, how I, I vary the butchers that I use. Yes. I went into the butchers in uh, in Stockport where I pop, and uh, and this guy in the butchers he said to me, um, "One of my lads says he's seen you on Coronation Street." I said, "Oh yeah, that was me." I said, "How did he say he'd seen me?" He said, "The guy that buys turkey drumsticks. <laughs> the oh. guy that buys big turkey." I went, "I can't be the only guy that buys turkey drumsticks, surely, or you'd stop selling them." Yeah. How many do you buy? Oh, usually two. They're massive, though. Like well, do you know what? If that's your equivalent of the man with the golden gun... I'll take I that. I think you yeah, should yeah. take that. He's got <laughs> a turkey drum. <laughs> <laughs> if I worked in a butcher's and someone come in and bought t any more than two turkey drumsticks, I'd assume they were juggling at home. <laughs> yeah. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've had a quick 556, five, whatever happened to, the cramp you got if you went swimming within 30 minutes of eating. That's gone. Mm. Is that fully gone? People would get off swimming oh, for I that. Don't know. Oh, I, won't, I, won't, I won't risk it. I once remember Mad Magazine did a spoof of those um, true life 
um, magazines used to get with people saying things like, you know, my husband was a vampire and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Mm. And one of the headlines, it was about a non-sensationalist, and one of the front things on the front cover was, I went swimming after a heavy meal. <laughs> <and leave."> <laughs> <laughs> and on the subject of... It's a long yeah. mad magazine. Carry on. On the subject of Dragon's Den <clears throat> and the Tangle Tees, yes. my favourite invention, my favourite modern invention is still that spinny swimming costume dryer that you get in some posh oh, hotel gyms good. oh yeah you know when it's that and pausable telly where you can mm. rewind yes, a bit yes oh i mean i must have brilliant i must have rewound david cameron humming outside 10 downing street after that speech about 45 times to try and work out if it was accidental or not and well, what stood about at the door pete yeah. Burns and george galloway and blue morphs on celebrity big brother over ten years ago, <laughs> how many uh, times has that been paused on my times. screen? I do <laughs> quite a lot of uh, unilateral no ball decisions on the cricket, oh. so I'll I'll, oh. I'll go back. Often you see a replay and there's a no ball, and they don't even mention it. Yeah, huh, what's going on? What is the world coming to? This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Um, so I've been considering shaving my beard. <coughs> off this week, yeah. Why? Off. Well, I'll tell you why. For a very specific reason, I was on stage the other night. I was performing at a, an event, so I was reading from an auto cue, and oh, I could feel I could feel moustache hair sort of bending its way from my moustache upwards back into my nostrils, and I couldn't like I sort of mm. fidgeted, and then, and I was convinced like oh, maybe I've created some kind of, you know. Uh, Salvador Dali, but shorts, but yeah. going back in, and I was, and I, so I kept sort of fidgeting oh, with it. No. I thought, what can I do? What? So I'm, I think shaving it think off it, entirely is probably. You the, don't think it's ingrowing? Do you? I wonder if it's an ingrowing an ingro hair, ingrowing hair, but an ingrowing beard. Do I come one morning and the whole thing's going back in? <laughs> but I don't know if you noticed this. <laughs> you wouldn't be able during, to get that off during yeah. the Euros. I noticed that Rio Ferdinand, he had a beard, but he'd shaved. Just the little bit in yes. between nose and moustache. I don't understand that. Well, I'll be honest, I laughed when I saw that. But this week I but thought, the, what I think we he might know, be onto something. The fultrum area, is it? Is it the fultrum? <laughs> yeah, That's but right. the, thing, the thing is with, with that, is if you're going to get... Like, I got a beard because I was too drunk to shave for right. about eight years. That, do you know, that picture of you in the beard? Oh, yeah. It's one of my favourite But if you're going to have a beard, the joy of a beard is you don't shave. You don't have a beard and be shaved. Yeah, I don't want the beard and maintenance. And I think... I, I You've got to do grooming. I think Rio might be might be um, doing a bit of colouring as well with the beard. That's like saying if you have long hair, well, that's great. You don't have to bother with it. Yes, you do. That is the you point, need though. to do grooming now. There are whole beard shops. Oh, no. I'll anyway, take you to one. It explains the Amish. Have you considered uh, tangle tees? <laughs> I could do that. Couldn't <laughs> that might be the answer. Well, look. Um, <clears throat> You're right. <laughs> I'm, I'll be all right in a minute. Isn't it? <laughs> As we used to say, there's a little bit of meat in that one. It's all kind of it. Oh, <laughs> oh why is he kind of a bit unaccustomed as I am? Yeah, exactly. So I googled best man speeches on the internet. <laughs> it was a bit of that. So, um, <laughs> what am I saying? Yes. Yeah, so, um, thank you so much for listening this morning. And Al is having some time off now. Yeah. Well, See you soon. Oh no, I miss him. About, you know, he'll be back. Um, are you going to leave a sign that says back in... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so look, thank, thanks very much for listening. Uh, congratulations again to our producer, Daisy Knight, who, oh, um, yeah. who has um, done the ultimate bit of producing, I suppose. <laughs> 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 because, because it's like a human um, life. Okay, 
So, um, yes, thanks for listening. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again uh, this time next week. Now, get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.